Welcome to Season 4 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I am Catherine McPhail, your host. I'm an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts. In past seasons, we've covered all sorts of subjects with the intention of helping homeowners who may never have been involved in a renovation before and they felt like they needed to know what they were doing. We've built up over 100 episodes on everything from roofing to foundations, heard many renovation stories, and learned how to hire various professionals. This season, we'll be focusing even more on the challenges of renovating old houses while incorporating new technologies, using my own new house as a case study. We'll have all sorts of different guests, most having to do with what I'm just calling the next level of renovations. Now that you've got these 100 plus episodes under your belt, I think you're ready. Here's part two of working with an interior designer. Amy Everard is back again to help me with the look and feel of the smart old house. And if you haven't listened to part one, that came out a couple weeks ago. She recaps it in the beginning. You can always go back and listen, of course, if you're interested. Amy's been a guest on this show a couple of times and has her own interior design podcast, Soft Landing, which I really enjoy. I'll put all her information in the show notes. I continue to be learning a lot as the client in this situation. This was originally an hour-long session. I cut out a lot of my talking about what's going on and going wrong in the house because I was really, really focused on that the morning we had our session and you don't need to hear it again, and also lengthy memories of my different pieces of furniture. Anyway, I signed up for Amy's four-part design support package, and I'm obviously going to need more. I am only getting to the map room in in this, um, it seems like, in this four-part series. I wanted to give an idea of what it's been like working with her to bring my ideas to life. So I hope you get something out of this conversation. Well, you sent dimension drawings, which I always love to see. Yeah. Is this uh, existing kitchen stuff in your drawing or is it new kitchen? The second two drawings, which I didn't have time to label this morning, are proposed. Very exciting. I love the little little uh, peninsula for stools uh, in the kitchen layout. I think that's going to be really nice. The thing is, right now, it's just the most unusable kitchen. So what we're going to do with the kitchen... I don't know if you want me to talk about it now. I'll talk. I'm gonna yeah, go ahead. I was just editing our, our meeting last time. And I realized like, I just talk about absolutely unrelated stuff for a long time. Sorry. Anyway, no, but, it's all good. So the idea behind the kitchen is that we want it to be kind of like, an, like it was built in the late 1800s, right? Originally that whole first edition. So we're trying to narrow that down, but that hutch sort of thing the built-in cabinetry in between the nap room and the and the tap room that is still from that time i think it is like an inset uh beadboard with a with a latch you know that you um the idea is that we're gonna have a cabinet maker build the cabinets i think so that they'll be custom cabinets so they still have this old-fashioned look but then we have this induction stove that is super modern looking you know, and a modern refrigerator. So we'll be blending the new technology with the old in the kitchen as well. Yeah. And then we're looking at boat, you know, like galley design for various ideas about how to, how to have a kitchen in a really small space. Because it's a pretty, still a pretty small kitchen. Yeah, yeah. So that's where the nautical thing is going to come in. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Tell me more about that. You know, there's certain things that people do in these boat galley kitchens that are um, kind of safe space there's space saving ideas but let's go with your agenda there so five minutes on last week yeah so our last meeting i just wanted to share really quickly the deck i loved your mood board by the way that looks so great and the fact that i love that thank you 
I'm so, yeah, I wanted to hear what your thoughts were on that because um, we haven't really gotten to talk about This it. cover sheet is great. Yeah, isn't that a cute picture? Yeah, it's nice. I love getting into, I like that you're doing the, the like nautical space planning for your kitchen. I think that that's so inspired. So I, and I was having fun, like looking up um, more nautical inspired imagery. So here we have our clickbait from the future headlines with a few magazine publications that you like to read. So we've got Smart Old House Takes on the Future, mm -hmm. History and Technology Combined to Create Magic, Historic Home Enchanted by Technology. Those are also good. Yeah, um, great. And those still are like resonating, feeling like the right overall kind of outcome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do have to say that, you know, editing, editing last session, since I've moved into the house and since I've gotten into everything, my mindset has changed so much. Well, in a couple of ways, one, like actually living here now, I have other ideas of how it's going to work, especially in the map room. But two is that we have powder post beetle eating the house. We need to get a house lifter to come fix that. We're having like all this structural work done. So really all the structural stability work is phase one. Right. And then phase two is really my bathroom and then phase three. So I'm so far away from the velvet couch, like whether I get a velvet couch or yeah. like, oh my God, who cares? We just need to, hopefully it's not throughout all of the studs that having the powder post beetle and everything, you know, anyway. So it's kind of interesting listening to that. Like, oh, that's so nice. My old self was so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that happens a lot. I don't know how prevalent asbestos is in Massachusetts, but it's everywhere in New York oh, yeah. and people will be like, we're going to renovate. And then, you know, like a weekend of renovation, they're like, we found asbestos. And then it's like, okay, three months later, you know, it's like, exactly. It's just... exactly. Yeah. We have asbestos. And so, yeah, that needs to get removed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good to keep your eye on like that, that final, um, experience. Yeah, it's fun to think about how it could be, but the map room also has totally changed from what I thought it would be. So anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, I'm excited to hear how that's progressing. And then, okay, so we have our swoop exercise um, and we don't have to go through all of these, but I think that it sounds like some of the obstacles that have come up that maybe didn't get documented is the structural issues that you're having now and all of these kind of, prep the things and that have to get taken care of. So that's good to note that that's just another, another element to keep in mind. But of course we've got this like good location, big yard, you're working on the kitchen, which is great. That's probably a, a big design thing to tackle. And it sounds like you've got really great ideas for that. All these opportunities for outdoor gatherings and having like just a fun memory making space. Other obstacles, uh, we talked about the windows a little bit, um, floors needing to be refinished, all of the efficiency upgrades that houses, old houses need. Um, and then the opportunities for pleasure, you've got the cool, um, the, the little stair area with the umbrella stand and all these like little kind of sentimental nostalgia moments. So that all still ring true for you? Yes, I guess it's good to remember those. Yep. Yep. Are you talking about budget on your on your podcast at all? Nope. No. No budget. Because that's I just a downer, you know, Amy. You don't want to talk about budgets. I know. I always, but I feel like, okay, another sidebar. Uh, in the news, 
uh, Boris Johnson resigned, right? right? And so there's like all this stuff about him. And I saw this one headline that was like, Boris Johnson had a $240,000 renovation on his home. Like that's a lot of money for a right. renovation. Right. And I'm like, but that's, people think that. People are like, oh my God, that's so much money. I was like, I don't know. That's probably like four major upgrades of some like, you know, yeah. HVAC. You, you exactly. Know? Like, like a new kitchen, two new bathrooms. And then like, yeah, that it could easily, I don't know how much it is in London, but it's got to be a lot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Like someone who's well, well off, that sounds like a pretty affordable upgrade, unfortunately, yeah. but sometimes people spend 180,000 on a kitchen, right? So that doesn't include any structural work or anything else. So yeah, right. it's, it doesn't go very far. Anyway, so yeah, we actually did mention, Michael did mention on one of the um, podcasts that we have a $300,000 budget, but mm -hmm. I don't like to remember that because, um, yeah, it's probably yeah. going to be, it's probably going to be. <laughs> There's all these things that are dipping into your, your savings jar that are like, I didn't want to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to pay for that, but it'll be so much, it'll be stabilized. And, you know, we say that we want to have the house last another hundred years and I guess we do and so in order to do that we need to do the structure as well yeah yeah so anyway okay looking at the mood board we've got nautical details we've got some of these more traditional column details um the little sunburst that's from the yep. cyber in and then just kind of like the idea of having this hospitality moment um, and feeling very kind of like tied to the tied to the ocean, but you know, in a warm and friendly way. Yeah. Yeah. And you have an ancient coin in there. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is I wasn't sure if this is who you were talking about because I thought this guy kind of looked like Barney Rubble, didn't you? Say is that who is that? Is that Nero or that might be Claudius? I think it's Claudius. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I don't know why I recognize ancient emperors. It's kind of a wasted brain space. What I really wanted in my new house or what I imagined having in my new house and like this vision I had, which wasn't this house, by the way, it was a, um, an arch, but it would be like a round arch. So not an elliptical arch or a broken arch or anything, but just like an actual like hobbit. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Like a mouse, like a mouse uh, house sort of thing. Actually. Yeah. Like so that would be um you can't see my screen but so that arch where the dotted line is that'll be like just a round arch which felt a little magical to me my husband really likes arches and we have one in our old house and so now we're gonna put one just trim out a like a round arch there and also that's amazing also one over here so on either side of this kitchen there will be like these arches that you walk through for no particular reason other than that i find them magical Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, arches are so trendy right now. Um, it's so funny, like every DIY home renovator on social media is like, you know, they'll just paint an arch on their wall or like furniture is having arches where there's like a open shelf. It's got an arched profile, which is really nice. Cause it is, it, it is, it has that like portal feeling mm -hmm. to it which is so right. cool so i think that'll be really wow. awesome and this will be like you if you're standing here looking this way that'll be a really cool uh shot yeah yeah definitely it will that'll be really really pretty well and i yeah i think that that's super important because 
incorporating an arch solely because it feels magical to you is like exactly the kind of stuff we want to see because you want this to feel like your enchanted home so right cool okay now that you told me the diy people are doing it all over the place i'm a little less excited but that's okay we're probably still going to do it well you're but yeah you're going to have a real arch not a graphic painted arch which makes a difference you know it's going to look like it's part of the home like it was always there right so actually before we look at the layout maybe we should talk a little bit about what you took out of storage all right so this is um this table that i bought that is a it's a games table so this, mm -hmm. top, this top swivels and then folds in half so that if you want to just push it up against the wall that's what they would do and then pull it out and then open it up so um you know so this swivels around but anyway so right now i have my puzzle on it and the idea being that I decided that like the main thing that I wanted in there was really to have my puzzle out and have a place where I could hang out. Yeah. And also the puzzle table is not going to fit anywhere else. And then this is in the corner of the map room. This one here. That's my, grand it. my grandfather's desk. And then this I completely forgot about, which is one of my favorite chairs. So cute. Looks like it's a little worse for wear here. I'm thinking like a tailored slip cover for this. The thing I love about this is it's just like a really plain classic armchair, but on rockers. I don't know why that appeals. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I actually like the original, but it's obviously not going to, it obviously needs to be redone. Right now, this is what I have. I moved the zebra chair out of there. Okay. Which it turns out I didn't have to buy, but at the time I had no where to sit. So it seemed really appealing to me. Right. Yeah. And um, anyway, this is the map, the map rug. And I'm thinking that a friend of mine lived in a house that was this artist had built this house, like hand built the house. And he had, it was like this little smaller scale house. So it was, it was kind of magical in itself, like for sure. It was very magical. And so she had this dining room that he had wallpapered in cigarette foils. So it ended up being kind of shiny and silver, but it had some texture to it because it was really all cigarette packet foils that he had. Podged, wow. podged on the wall, you know, it's just like in the twenties or something like that. 1920s. Anyway, That's so amazing. I love that. And I like, so I was thinking like silver walls that are kind of textured in a way, kind of like what you have, but not as, not as modeled as that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's what one did back then. Yes. And good on him for <laughs> not throwing them out. <laughs> Gosh. No, okay, anyway, um, sorry, I'm hijacking the thing again, sorry. No, 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 not at all. I actually just wanna make a quick note of that because I think I know of a wallpaper that I can send you. Um, and then, and then you know how I told you I wanted like storm clouds in the upper trim of it? Yeah. That seems like a little over the top. What do yeah. you think? I like it. I mean, I like the idea of doing something on the ceiling. When you were talking, I, I was almost thinking like, I wonder, what it would look like if you wrapped the silver onto the ceiling too and then do you have a, you have a little pop-up on the ceiling in the map room is there a, ch a little change in height or not yeah yeah so what would be really cool is if you did the silver on the walls and then you did silver along here and then this is where you had some kind of like mural or Maybe it's also a, a wallpaper that's cloud-like. I think that would look really cool. And then it would have this kind of like framed out feeling, but wrapping up 
that whatever you have on the wall onto the ceiling, I mean, of course you have your molding that separates it, but it would just help it look a little bit more modern. And I think, I think it would be nice. It would definitely, you know, when you put a little bit of a color on the ceiling, it definitely makes it feel more cozy and can make the perceived height of the ceiling feel lower. But I think in a room like this, it's not necessarily like a bad thing. Right. If you want it to feel cozy. I love that idea. Would the trim be white still? Are you thinking? I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to look at it a little bit because... I think white is good, but I think that we could play with the color a little bit too and see if there's anything that makes the silver pop. Um, like I can do a couple quick color studies in Photoshop and just see what works best. It might end up being the white. Okay. But so it could be that the stuff gets painted as well. That's fine. That'd be good. Yeah. This is a photo I took of some clouds that I liked. Pretty. But it doesn't have to be blue. I mean, it could all just be gray. Like, I don't mind if it's just like storm clouds up there. Yeah. That might be kind of cool. But um, also, you you know, I want you to feel free to tell me like that. This is just insane. But I feel like oh, no, no, no. it's kind of dreamlike, you know, in a way. So that, and also we're thinking like on the walls would just be kind of covered with different maps. And my brother has this giant map from the 1600s that he got from my grandfather of what I don't know. Because I can't remember. I also told him I was going with nautical, like nautical theme. And he has been, my brother has been the recipient of all things nautical forever. He's like enough, enough with the nautical stuff. Cause his, his, his wife is the one who painted this painting here, you know, Oh, like, modern, <laughs> like not, not into that so much. Yeah. So he's like, I have a ton of nautical stuff for you. If you want any of it, we can just you can use the map. Yeah. So the idea would be that we'll have those covering the walls as much as we can, different things so that we won't really see the walls so much. So the silver wouldn't be that overwhelming, but also I think I need to keep in mind what frames there should be, or maybe there should be. All yes. That'll tie into the trim color too. So we can, we can include that in the color study. Okay. But I like that idea of the silver going onto the ceiling because then that's really going to be visible. Whereas it's not going to be as visible on the walls. Yeah, it'll just be like little peaks and then it'll go onto the ceiling and it'll feel like continuity, which we like. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. And I feel like, you know, this room has the potential. I, I'm, I make too many things in life about Harry Potter, but like it has the potential to have that like dark academia feel to it right. where you're like, and I think that that's cool, right? Cause we want it to feel a little otherworldly where it's just like, oh my gosh, I think potentially picking a darker color for the trim could do that. So I'll be, I'm, I'm definitely gonna put together like a little color study around that so we can look at it together and just see what, what feels right. Um, cause of course, the one thing that we're risking is making the room feel like too claustrophobic, but it might also just feel like a cozy den, you know, right, exactly. which I think could be really cool. Yeah. Like a library. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like something with, out of Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. And the three chairs that I have around there now, I have all sorts of different types of chairs. To me, they're like, they're different, but they seem related. So they're kind of like a family of chairs sitting around, like they're different sizes and some of them are really short. So when you're, when you're sitting in them, your, your face would be closer to the puzzle. But I mean, I think that's, <laughs> that's a, a good thing. Like they're all different heights and they just feel like, like the three bears kind of, yeah. um, but I have a, 
a number of other seats. But anyway, I don't mind that they're mismatched. Like these are all ladder backs with the cane seat, but yeah. Other than, and so they, they look like they could be in the same family. It's like three people sitting around doing a puzzle. Yeah, I think that they work and I like that they're mismatched. I think that's, um, it adds to the whimsy and they're not, like you said, they're, they're all cousins. So it's not really a problem. If they were like three different chairs, then I'd be like, oh, maybe we should paint them all the same color, but they're all the same color palette and they match the table. So I think that's good. Also this, this rug, I'm just going to say is just over the top. I just think it's ridiculous, but it's also kind of fun. So really, I, th I think, it, I think it makes sense. I don't think it's over the top at all. No, it makes sense. Like even the mover guy is like, oh yeah, of course this is the map room because of the rug. <laughs> probably. And then the desk in the corner, is that, are you going to have a chair there for that desk or is that really just more like storage? No, no, I'm going to have a uh, chair. It's going to be open. Um, I was wondering about placement of a few things like where the table and the rug are right now. Could that come any closer to the fireplace? Could the rug go any, I'm right at the edge. You can't see it, but I'm right at the edge of the hearth with the rug over here. Okay. And if it, if it was in front of the fireplace, would that seem weird to you? You mean like if it were going it, to the hearth? Yeah. Yeah. That might be a little weird. I mean, I could try it though. Cause you feel okay. like there should be just like all, all floor in front here for the chair. Yeah. Yeah. I try to keep, it's helpful when you have an area rug like that to let it be like the organizer. And so right now it's very central and then you've got perimeter furniture, which is fine, but it might help to create a zone and maybe that zone is in front of the fireplace and then the back back half of the room doesn't have a rug and that just gives a little bit more room for that furniture to breathe and then you can get a chair in front of it and it won't be half on half off right, right. Um, okay we'll try that like that's the little desk and then the rug is here and then you've got i guess you've got three chairs so you could have it well, like I that. Have, I have more chairs. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I was not thinking that if anybody, if anybody needed the chair, they could take it from the desk and bring it over if I have four people in there. Yeah, that's true. So we can do, I mean, do this. Business. I'm probably not going to have that many people working on it, but. Um, and then maybe what would be nice is finding something to go adjacent to the fireplace to make everything kind of aligned with the rug. And I don't know if that ends up being like, a bookshelf might be a little clunky, but maybe you have like a little side table. I have a bigger round table in there now. I have a marble top table. So I was thinking of putting that in there. And then also there's this wooden shelf that's probably like four and a half feet by four feet. Okay. So I was thinking of putting that against the um, wall or in there somewhere so that there would be books in there. So it would be a little bit more library-like as well. Yeah, yeah. That could be cool. But of course, my globe needs a place in there. It's pretty important. Yeah, your globe. I've got to think about that. I feel like the globe kind of wants to be in a corner. I don't know. You won't, you really only have like two corners to play with. So you're thinking that the okay. the desk on an angle, moving that rug. Yeah. Over. Yeah, I would try it on an angle. It like in a perfect world it wouldn't be this deep so it wouldn't block the window <laughs> but yeah. it might 
it might a little bit. So you could try it, see if it works. And then if it's awkward, you can just leave it where it was like up against the wall. I think that's fine. Um, because if you have it like that, then it'll be just like that, which is also great. Okay. Um, and then you think the rocking chair should be over in that other corner. I think so, because um, what I think would be nice is if that's your kind of like hangout spot, you're going to kind of perch there. It's nice to have eyes on the door just mm -hmm. from like a sense of protection. Um, and then maybe the globe, maybe the globe could go here. I don't know if we, I don't know if there will be room. I don't it looks big. OK, so you don't think the the chair is going to be blocking the door into the nap room? I mean, if it feels like it is, because um, I don't know how much traffic this door is going to get, but if it becomes like a main pathway, then I think you can just kind of scoot, scoot it over and you can also have it on less of an angle, you know? The good news is we're getting a um, forced air system, so taking out the radiator, so that gives us more flexibility on things. All right, so this is cool. So I'm not going to get the shelf until um, the end of the month, but I'll put it over there the marble table here put the this rug i think is bigger than what you have we have like an eight by ten rug so anyway so it's it's um i feel like i feel like having it oriented that way is the right way to orient it because then it just makes sense when you come in the house that it's like you can you're on the right side to read it but it's not ideal in terms of the shape but i'll move it over yeah see how that feels if it bothers you and you want to have it centered on the room again we can work work with that but I think it it might be nice to kind of work with the fireplace as an axial alignment point yep yeah anything else going in the math room um the desk the shelves the table that nope okay. plants plants those will kind of fit in wherever they get in I guess yep yeah but I'm pretty excited to concentrate maybe on the map room. Oh, but maybe we should talk about the tap room. So we can talk about. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about the tap room. Um, I feel like we've got a little less than five minutes left. Yeah, we so. only have five minutes, yeah. Um, it's just so much fun. The whole hour just flew by. I know, I know it is. And, and I feel like we're starting to work up like a really good personality for the map room. So it's it's hard to be like, okay, yeah let's ignore the other two rooms for now, but I maybe that can kind of be in your homework pile for the next time we meet is to think about the tap room, give that a little bit of attention. And it sounds like you have, um, but anything that's kind of outstanding you can think about. And of course, keep working on your inventory sheet because I think that will really help as you go. One thing I'm thinking is, it would be great to have one room that's actually done that I can be excited about while the whole rest of the house mm -hmm. is under construction. So maybe that's just what I do with the map room is just like get it to where it needs to be. So I don't wait to do the, um, with the wallpaper or anything like that. We just do it sooner rather than later. Yeah, and then if anything's going on, you just mask off the opening and keep it dust free and call it a day. And then when people come over, you can be like, this is what the whole house is gonna look like. <laughs> It's like a it's like a model apartment in an apartment building. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But I don't know. Yeah. So maybe, 
maybe moving forward, that one room would, would be like a place where people could go and it'd be like a little bit of sanity in the middle of the rest of this upheaval. I think that's a good idea. I think that's nice. And what I'm going to work on, not even for the next time we meet, but prior to that is a couple like really quick Photoshop color studies of the map room and then give you a couple resources for the silver wallpaper and then paint. Um, and then maybe if I can find a good cloud um, readily available wallpaper, that would be probably the easiest thing for you to do. But of course, it could also be like a mural. So I'll, I'll do that. And then you can kind of decide the direction you want to take it in. Um, and I'll look at frames, too, because that's going to be important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what I'll do is rearrange the map room as we discussed. Then I will take a photo of it and you can use that for photoshopping. Her, oh, that's perfect. Perfect. That's a totally different thing. Okay. Map room for now though. Get that. Yeah. Room. Yeah. We're map room focused. Okay. Great. Thank you so much, Amy. Absolutely. Good luck with everything and feel free to keep all the, the pictures and updates coming. I love to see it. Uh, sorry we didn't follow your agenda at all. Oh, no, we totally did. We totally did. It was just um, the three middle topics were all intertwined into one oh, okay, big conversation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. See you later. Thank you for listening. And thank you so much for sharing this show with your friends. It is growing all the time. And I really appreciate that. I would love to hear from you if you have anything to say about this episode or past episodes, good or bad, or a suggestion for a new episode. Send me an email at thehousemaven at TalkingHomeRenovations.com. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is a proud member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. Check out my other show and all the rest of the shows at GableMedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A.com. And until next time, take it easy.